Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Did anybody else, when Amanda said, I need to show Rosbine my softer side. Did anyone else immediately go, the softer side of Sears? <laughs> and I thought, like Sears, there's just a lot of hardware and things you can buy for your car mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and auto parts inside you. Because yes. there's, there's, think, think about and Sears. Electronics. You could get things in Sears. Uh, that you couldn't get at any other if other department store. If you're under the age of of uh, thirty right now, you are very confused. You're like you ca- you're going you're uh you're 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 not a Carl's wife because you're not a but you are you're just confused. You're going what you, is Sears? You could order a jet plane from a Sears oh, catalog. You could <laughs> that Montgomery Wards. Oh, anyway, uh, anyway, Come y'all. See the softer, softer side, side of Sears. Y'all, Amanda don't have a softer side. It's exactly what she wants you to see. <laughs> it's it's so transparent, and I didn't want to be right, but I, I was. I absolutely despise her. I knew he would um, say yes. I you, you mean you knew he would he yeah. would fall for it? Yeah, yeah. I kind of did too. Because she was smart and she like fucked him four more times. Four more times. And he, he's still kind of fuck drunk, like. Because game recognizes game. <laughs> if someone's going to break up with me, if my rich daddy's going to break up with me, I fuck his brains out a couple of times and then once more before dinner. You know what? It always works. They're a little, they have a hard time making decisions when they're fuck drunk. <laughs> This is B90. <laughs> Y'all, this is reality gaze. 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. I'm Maddie, and this other slutty queen is Poodle, a.k.a. Hello. Jake. Hello. Um, Hello. This episode, this is, which episode? This is episode, season, season six, episode 16, One Crazy Summer. And this is apparently a movie starring John Cusack and Demi Moore, which I never saw. Oh, never saw it. 1986. Did you, I, I don't have a, I I wasn't born yet. That makes me sad. (laughs) I, yeah. Uh Um, I was a gleam in my father's eye and father's poodle eye. I don't think I've ever had one crazy summer. Have you ever had a crazy summer? I feel like that's, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. 
the kind of summer where you don't really where you're where you're a slut and you don't care and you you kind of you don't have one of those kind of settling down types of it mm-hmm. especially like if you're if you're on vacation a lot or or at the beach a lot uh-huh and you just you kind of just keep being a slut and you play every inning and you're really tired and you're the, it's the kind of thing where it's like I can't wait for winter <laughs> when you're when you're just so tired summer, just a summer of bambi legs yeah yeah, and you got to go to the clinic a lot. Yeah, make a lot of bad choices. Do some drugs. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I've had that. Maybe I should. <laughs> You're too old. Wow. I hate to tell you, it's after mid-40s is not the time to start doing drugs because your body it's, don't like no, it no more. body don't. <laughs> I don't want to do drugs. I'm fine with it. I think I'm good with that. I, I promise y'all, if you haven't done drugs in when, uh, like, uh, if you haven't done drugs yet and you're like late 30s, I would not recommend it because it's not going to be good for your body. <laughs> no, it's not going to be good. Let's just move on, y'all. Okay, we're... <laughs> Definitely we just, not coke. <laughs> This is the finale of B90. Season, uh, season finale with, 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 I was soon with two-part tell-all. Yes. I assume. We saw, we'll talk about it in our part two of this episode, kind of what we see in the tell-all coming. It looked good. So we'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, they're going to come for Christian hard, thank goodness. Yeah, it's not going to go good. Um, all right. So couple... Real quick, we're gonna jump into a couple. There's some couple. First of all, you're in September, fully loaded. Fully loaded. Oh. Um, <laughs> I. You're not only getting. You're not only getting after the altar. At the end of the month, you're getting Love Is Blind. Um, season also, five. Season five. That's on the five dollar chair. You're um, also going to be getting a new season, y'all. If you're ready to jump into Love After Lockup, this is your week, bitches, because there's a season five of Love After Lockup. Brand new season that drops on. Uh, just dropped on Friday, and we're gonna have. Um, we're going to have uh, – that. that's a public feed. That first episode is a try before you buy. Yeah. It is – Listen. Y'all, Melissa from oh. Melissa and Louie are back with his horrible mother. <laughs> Donna. Have you watched the episode Donna, yet? I, well, I'm halfway I through it. Oh, it's good. It's very – I'm excited <laughs> by this cast. There's some just – they got I some still, quackers. When they had, when she had brunch with her, uh, her sisters and her father, and I forget about it, even her family as a character, and I couldn't yeah. figure out what her sister was wearing. That white thing. They are it was so like, jersey. It was it was like shirt shoulderless and like off the shoulder, but it also had sleeves, and it scrambled yes. my brain. <laughs> it, the three of them are kind of like an Italian hydra, just yeah. like with all. They're like hi, hi, hi. like they're very Jersey. They're yeah. very Jersey. I also really enjoyed when Andy bought Brittany with two T's balloons. And he said, I want you to <laughs> set these balloons free, like you getting free. And he let them sit in the car overnight. So Brittany lets go of the balloons and they just and fall they to just the ground. sink to the earth. <laughs> that was my favorite moment of the episode. <laughs> anyway, y'all, it's good. We're giving you, try this publicly if you're like, no, love after lockup. I don't know much about it. There's only um, there's only two. There's uh, like what two, maybe three. I mean, some of them were just on love during lockup, but basically all the couples are fairly new, so it's and easy to jump. And into they're introducing season. they're introducing them a lot. There's no one with a ton of history. Yes, there. Yeah, Renika yeah. and Asante have a little bit of history, um, not a lot of future, but um, <laughs> they. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs> we'll talk about that on Love After Lockup. Wow, uh, that's but, uh, dark. Uh, that's that's true. It's true. So. <laughs> I Y K Y K. Yeah. It's it's a different type of show. So and also, um, you guys, we're teasing you. Uh don't don't sleep on the announcements because if you sleep on the announcements, you're gonna miss a big announcement of a new show we're covering that we're gonna save for part two of being in part two. Yeah. So that's I'm great. actually nervous when what to talk about it because you know how I get Nervous with yeah, change. You get nervous. you get nervous. You do. Yeah. I think you'll do fine. I think you'll do great, actually. So there you go. I will. I will. I'll rise to the occasion. 
I, why do you do that? Someone gives you a compliment instead of going, thank you. That makes me feel better. You get angry that the person give you a compliment and then you get defiant. Yeah. What's, <laughs> what's the problem with that? Thank you. I appreciate your support. We know now what happens when Father Poodle compliments Mother Poodle, what he gets back. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what you get back. Uh, it, by the way. Everything we, we do is what was modeled for us. Oh, I just did something like my mother today, and I went, oh, gosh. Uh, did we have any updates, by the way, about the 50th anniversary? Um, I sent my mother a text, and uh, she's like, well, he's been pr- pretty contrite since he's been home. So, um, it's, everything's been very low key there. Uh, I, I am going to call them on Sunday and see what's going on. So All right. I'll have, I'll probably have an update on Monday. Um, I was, I was on pink shade, y'all. I was on pink shade with Mary Payne talking about the previous episode of B90. So if you haven't listened to that episode with Mary Payne Gilbert, um, we had a good time. Uh, I scandalized as her do. as normally. Go ahead, um, Poodle. I know you want to talk about our <laughs> bi-curious, too. I know you're excited. The bi-curious for this month. Uh, and I, and I, and I, some people think that I just do what I want and I don't listen to anyone. Yeah. And that's, that's at least 70% correct. But I, um, we are, the Sister Wives won our bi-curious, the, the new season of Sister Wives. And we'll be covering episode four in collaboration with. Ace and Caitlin from Sister Wives, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided, which is another uh, Sister Wives podcast we have not done uh, an interview with yet, or we have not done a collab with. So uh, they they are a married couple. And um, anyone with the name Ace is really hot. Ace is, is, he's a a handsome man. I haven't seen a picture of Caitlin. I'm sure she's lovely. Don't need to see one. I'm fine. Um, but who cares? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Caitlin, I'm sure you're lovely. I'm I mean, sure you're lovely. Just, can you have the name Ace and not no, be hot? Not possible. Like, not possible. Not oh, possible. It's like the name Grant. Have you ever met an ugly Grant? No. no that is, that's a hot name. It's a hot name. Uh, there, there are some, uh, there's some names that you're just kind of required to be hot. Yes, my um, cousin Leah at my cousin Lolo's wedding, she was a bridesmaid, and she hooked up with this guy named Grant who was a groomsman, and everybody thought they were going to be together, but she's with the woman now. Good for life, her. life turns on a dime. <laughs> it does. It does. Um, uh, one other, uh, uh, Grant, um, Brent, Brent, Brents are always hot. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that. Yeah, some yeah, of those hots, true. some of the na- name names that sound sharp. Brent, Graham. <laughs> yeah, Graham, Graham, Grant. Yeah, Graham, Grant. Um, we got him. Walter, on. usually not. <laughs> but Sorry, Wal- Walters. <laughs> but if they go by Walt. Whole different, whole different whole ball game. Whole different thing. Whole different ball game. Um, okay. Whole different ball game. We're in an area and we need to continue. Um, so Ace and Caitlin, we're excited to. We're gonna, so be sure to listen to that. Um, that'll that'll be on our free feed. We, you will. Um, I think you're gonna. We're gonna do it on video for our Patreon. Will be the video of it. Okay, great. And but we'll because it's a collab. We're gonna put it out on our free feed too. So y'all, right. even if you don't get re, re, uh, RG plus. You'll get our Be by Curious for that month because all our collabs, because we want everyone to see wh- how much great podcasters are out there and the podcasters, because we we want we want y'all to discover these people. Exactly. Uh, speaking of discovering people, just a correction. I said on a previous pod that I was going to be talking about uh, Last Resort with Amy Archer from Little Miss Recap. That's been postponed a week, so don't be looking for that. I'll let y'all know when that gets recorded. I'm really bummed she came out. came to her senses. I'm really <laughs> upset to talk about it, not to talk about it this week, y'all, because, um, well, it hasn't aired yet, but I watched it. But let me just say... One of the funniest things I've ever seen happen on 90 Day Fiance happened on Last Resort. I laughed and laughed wow. and laughed. Oh, God. It was so great. Also, y'all, speaking of Last Resort, we interviewed Petey Silvera. I want to apologize. I got very excited this interview. I had to reel you, you in. To, uh, and she I, actually got excited, too. 
And so we both you, got excited together and we were getting therapy talking and past life talking. Oh, God, it, I loved it. Almost 25 minutes was about past life regression. <laughs> I to the point loved where it. I finally said, I need to step in and at least <laughs> drag this, write this ship. She was interesting. You you said you're you, going to contact you her for a past fell life down. You actually fell down on your hosting duties a little bit because you could not lead without without fanning her. It was a little embarrassing, actually. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's fine. I had to carry you when you met Luke. So that's uh, true. It's, it's happened. That's a good business part. We help each other out. It's like it's, footsteps, footsteps in the, the, the footprints thing. Jesus, Jesus is like, where were you? And you and uh where were you, Jesus? And she's like, bitch, I carried you. <laughs> bitch, I carried the whole time. <laughs> Um, anyway, I bet he said it just like that too. It's true. We, um, anyway, it was great. We loved it. Love talking about last resort. Um, be, so be sure to check out because there's actually, we talk about, there's a companion y'all. If you're really into this, I've actually listened to a couple episodes and I really like it there. It's called the last resort sessions, right? I want to make sure yes, I got you're that right. Correct. Um, yes, the last resort sessions. And that is TLC is doing a podcast. Uh, the host is, uh, Suki, uh, right. Uh, Suki, uh, uh, you said Suki. Um, it's not Suki. It's Suni. No, no. Hold What's on. What's her name I've again? Got it. I've Sarah. Got it. I've got it. If you, um, if you, um, Suki. It, it is Suki Krishnan. Suki Krishnan. Suki Krishnan. She does a, and she interviews all the three fairs, all the three therapists on Last Resort, and they do it for each episode. So that's available. She hosted. Where you listen to she hosted Find Love Live. Remember that yes. show I made you watch? Yes, I enjoyed it. <laughs> that show was a disaster. <laughs> Actually, disaster shows make really good by Curious episodes. Yes, for they us. do. They do. <laughs> I think that's it for announcements. I think that's it. Except we got for our, that in fifteen minutes. Except for our one coming next week, our next episode on part two. Stay tuned. All right. Why don't you Let's, need to do that? Because I wanted to. Let's do this. All right. Let's jump in. Uh, this is. This is ending almost everyone's stories. Uh, some are open-ended. We, we got the end of David and Sheila last week. Oh, my God. I will say this. David on the tell-all looked kind of hot. He looked good. His face was – they put makeup on him, so his face was less red. That's why. Well, thank you for ruining that for me. No, I'm just but saying his he doesn't look like – His uh, rosacea, was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like I do after I do two push-ups. <laughs> You do. I mean, I get kind of red, gets, but you my get face gets so extremely red. red when I do physical activity. What? God, what it does it is... look like after you fuck? Uh, I look dewy and oh. well, well, like well yeah. exercised, like a horse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure you don't look like a, a housewife at a Richard Simmons class no, at all. I look like a fucking mess after I've been but been in flagrante delecto. Well, at least you know what? You know what? Your face takes away from the redness. (laughs) You know what? A good time was had, so it doesn't matter. There we go. Um, Boy, if there's ever a personification of she loves me, she loves me not, of the just flip flop of lesbian relationships, y'all, here you go. This is this is not uncommon. This is what it's like. I guarantee you, women who've had experience with women in relationships went, yep, lesbians. Been there. Flip flop, flip flop. Yes. Uh, So they're right now, they're, they're, are they flipped or are they flopped right now at the beginning? I think they're flopped. Uh, And y'all, Dempsey is packing uh, because y'all, there's nothing that brings someone to either apologize or change the circumstances like packing your bag. True. And she says that Statler, Statler really can't understand what happened here. Um, and I feel like we missed something. I feel like we never, one thing that would have been nice to know, I think, and Mary Payne and I talked about this when we talked about the, the previous scene in the previous episode, is that if we if we had seen any type of calls or correspondence back and forth when Statler said she was open to having children because honestly, even though I don't want to have kids, 
I think if someone did that to me and they and they, either they lied about it or they made other, other decisions, I think that was a huge betrayal. Um, and I think so too. Yeah. Um, I mean, Statler is trying to talk, and Dempsey's just you know, or you said our relationship doesn't work. It's done. It's done. And Statler said that she didn't tell me before previously or prior that she definitely want a kid. She said, maybe so right. Statler. Um, so St- Statler is kind of like, well, are you done with us? And Dempsey is, well, that's on you. It's very high school. The way they kind of, it, it is. And at the same time, I, I think it's, I think it's the fact that everything feels so black and white, either we're going to have yeah. kids or or and and either neither Dempsey or Statler can say, "Hey, can we kick that can down the road um for a minute?" Maybe. I mean, it is, but again, this happens a lot, but um the fact that the la- we'll talk about this later, but the last thing we heard you're not even ready to move into one with one another, and so now you want to have kids seems like a bit of a jump. I agree. Yeah. A bit of a jump. Um and then but it seems 20 minutes later, Stat was like, I don't feel good. This is this is good. My anxiety is crazy. And and she said, she was trying to kind of defend what she said. And she said, in this moment, I can't imagine having a kid. And I will say, at least she's being honest at this point. Instead of so you gotta you gotta give her credit for that. And she said, Wouldn't you rather have me be honest than play along? And and then she said, It depends on where I'm at. I'm a roller coaster. So she yeah she says it's yeah she said the moment changes for me which is very honest but also that's very y'all dempsey this is like their trigger because statler they both are they're both terrified about what their future is going to be and they want to secure that but for dempsey she wants to plan everything out and have it planned very type a it seems more where statler gets so overwhelmed by even the planning of the future so actually ironically for her to think about her future means she needs to kind of stay more in the moment or or stay in ways that seem familiar to her like Moving in with someone, she's done that before. So she can imagine moving in with Dempsey. She's never had a kid. And I think it would be the same way if you said, hey, do you want to like, you know, buy an investment property together? Statler would freak out because I don't know. But if she had never done that before. So and now they're holding hands. Five minutes later. (laughs) Um As long as it takes uh, the Indigo Girls to play a B side, yeah, mm-hmm. to get to, yeah, to get to yeah. the B, to, to get mm-hmm. to the next song, we're we're holding hands and are you okay? And it's fine, and and they're driving home, and and Statler says you're pretty close to perfect, and and they're rubbing up all on a kissing each other's oh, yeah. hands, all this. And Sadler's like, I'm worried about going home. I just don't want to go home. And Dempsey's like, I know, I know. And they get home. And uh, I laughed when Dempsey said, for a moment, I thought we were going to break up, but I don't want to be without you. And and she's like, I don't want to be without you either. And I went, very healthy. Very. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about it is, though. Both these women are relatively young. Like yeah. Dempsey's much younger than Statler is, I believe, because Statler's in her late twenties, thirties, right? Um, yes, 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 yes. Late twenties, younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that these these are still kind of choices that you make in your twenties. These are the, these feel like those kind of relationships. But she says, "Well, um, do you think she's like it's? I don't think it now. I now I gotta tell you." It's not too much too fast now. I think I've changed my mind about moving in here. It's salad you moving in. What? Baking soda? Baking powder? Please? Huh? And I was shocked when she said this. I was even shocked. I was. I've seen her. You've seen her fall in love with Statler in this. And I think think Dempsey falls pretty hard. Um, No shit. Being that... (laughs) That morning, they almost broke up to the afternoon is, come live with me in my another country. Yeah. Lesbians, they fall hard fast. Lesbians, sometimes they don't last. 
Um, so they're Lesbians together. Lesbians, they can fix your car. I knew you weren't done. <laughs> Just finish it. Uh, lesbians, they'll take you very far. It's like a jingle for lesbians. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I love lesbians. I do too. They're the, I would be one if I liked vagina. I, they're literally, I think the best people in the world are lesbians. Agree. You and they're at least that. dependable. They are. I will say we make fun <laughs> of their love life. This is way better than gay relationships. Ugh. Uh, y'all, they're so much smarter than men are. Um, anyway, and so <laughs> they're back together now. They're going to move in together. And then they, and then the, like 20 minutes later, it's like, there's so much anxiety about moving in together. How's this going to work? And I went, Jesus. And then, and then it's like, it's Dempsey being anxious instead of Statler being anxious. They just kind of switch off. Yeah. They just switch off their the anxious attachment, whoever it is, and and then there and then Dempsey says, "It's like, will there be enough space for me?" And and Dempsey's like, "No, it's going to feel like an empty space because you filled the space." And I went, "Oh my god, that's sweet. That's sweet." I will say, I'm I'm rooting for them. Do I think they're going to be in gaming together forever? No, but I think this will be a good first marriage for both of them. Oh, you think that you think they might get married? I think they get married. I don't think they're going to have kids or anything like that. They I, at the most could get married. I don't think they're going to get married. I don't think they're together, and I think they stay friends. I think that's what I think they're going to realize. They're both. They're going to say Statler's a great person. Dempsey's a great person. It feels like a yeah. starter relationship to Dempsey. I totally agree. Um, I, they, and Statler even says, I never felt love like this. And I've never felt unconditional acceptance for the first time, which y'all, that's what she needs. Yeah. That is the one thing she really needs. She um, even, she's even worried when they go to the airport. She, she's, and yeah. And so she's worried about Statler not having her creature conference. Cause y'all Dempsey's, there's no running water. There's no hot water. All yes. of it. So I guess we're stressed about that now. That's going to be the reason you're not together. I don't know. There's a lot of crying, but I am rooting for them. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They looked like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Tale as old as time. <laughs> da da da, it's Riolet and. So, is the baby his? Is the baby going to come out tall, black with glasses? (laughs) And smoking a cigar. Smoking a cigar and like jazz. Yeah. Um, 
If Riley, you guys hit back. If you hear something in the background, my the people the people outside are raking and talking loudly. So I apologize for any background noise. We don't hear it. We don't okay, hear good. it. If you're watching the video, it looks like Poodle, like someone's about to murder him. He's got big eyes just looking around. They're like, there's ladders all around. It's it's a nightmare here. <laughs> if they're painting Poodle's building, y'all, send prayers. And they're having to scrape off the outside paint. So he just hears all day. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So Riley is back home. Um, I will say, I don't know if you're going to agree with me or not. And I don't mean this as defense because he's gross. He's a piece of shit. But I do think Violet got a good edit. I think Violet does have some fuckery involved. And I think we saw a little bit of this. I totally agree with you. And so I'm just going to say this overall. If I was Riley, I would want a DNS test if Violet was treating me the way she was too. I think that it is not a big ask at all. I don't think you so were, at all. They had sex one time. And when you find out he's on medication, that it's there's only a 1% chance of him having a baby. It's like the opposite of boner pills. <laughs> <laughs> I or, know. That affects your fertility or something like that. Yes. I, this is, it's it's interesting. So it. Yeah, go ahead. What, she what texted him right here, when he landed. Well. And he said, she wrote me a lot of nasty text messages and said, it's over. I don't want anything to do with you. And then, like, which is what seems like with her patterns, he, she wrote text saying, I'm very sorry. And I do need a husband. And, and the, and Tiffany, uh, his, his sister slash friend is like, are you done? And then he I says, I do like I her. Know. She's funny. And then l- later on, a few weeks later, some surprising news. Baz baby. baby. So at Tiffany's house, he goes, So am I going to be an auntie? And so Violet has told him that she is pregnant and the baby is his. And he was like, she was just like mean to me the whole trip. And then kind of like the last night, she kind of, we were having a good time. And she kind of came up to my hotel room. He did make it seem like it was all her. He did. He and did. I don't know. I don't know what I believe. I kind of believe that because I will say he just kind of clam up and seem freaked out. That's like, true. He does say, but you know, he's like, did you have fun? He's like, well, I'm six, six, four and she's five, two. So you can imagine. I'm like. It's a strange relating it to height. Why was it more fun? Did you understand um, that? I mean, I like had one of she the- could he could like pick her up and use her as a human fuck toy. <laughs> but that, <laughs> but that, that's happened to me by a very a a, a, a five four Latino man. Foot. Oh, I, I'm saying. So, so I mean, was, so I think it's. I, I I mean, you never know. Y'all don't judge us. Don't was like discount a, a short king. Li- a little a little guy just like raising you up. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. But I guess with him and her, I guess like maybe she just stands up and sucks his dick. Like she was a human fleshlight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or something like that. I, anyway. My my mind goes places when he says yeah like I got that. that I got that so Riley basically says I didn't I promise I did not go over there I did not plan to do it that's why I didn't wear protection I didn't use protection and he said that's when he said because of the medication my on I'm on there's only a less than a one percent chance that I could uh, I could uh, basically get a woman pregnant and then he said I'll support you I'll get a test. You just need to uh, – I, I need to know who the doctor is. And she said, nope, I'm not doing it. So See, that was weird. He's offering to pay for it and everything, and well, she says no. It did feel a little – if I was Violet, it would feel controlling to me if someone wanted to choose my doctor. Um, well, and that is both of their relationship is they both want control. Yeah, She's not all, oh, I just want love. Y'all remember when we when we first met her, especially when she she kind of put posed herself as like a much more controlling, trolling person. And then she got over there and realized I think she played the victim a lot to get a good at it. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And so 
I don't know what's, I think this really tees us up for the tell-all. I think people are really going to come for Violet, unfortunately, because all Americans get super suspicious of foreigners anytime there's a baby involved. They probably will. I hope they come for him in private guest together. Y'all, I'm calling it now. Next, on the next season of Hey, It's Violet. (laughs) Having a baby. Riley, you are the father. You are. (laughs) Wait, I'll call my friend Karamo. That's what he does now. He'll have him on the Karamo show. He does. You are the father. He died because he picked up. He uh, he picked up from from Maury. What a what a. No, he does this thing now. It's actually interesting where a, a person will say, I don't want my boyfriend going through my phone. And he'll say, OK, that's fine. I'll go through your phone and let me see what I find. And so Karamo goes through he goes through their phone on air. It's good. That is delicious. Uh, Can you imagine? You would never let someone go through your phone. No, no. Don't touch my fucking phone. <laughs> There's no reason you'll you'll see way too many questioning names like Christopher Goodsex, <laughs> Jonathan wow. Big Wang, um, and then just uh, and then just Charlie, and then it's a chocolate donut. <laughs> Don't ask. And then, then there's just a Carlos. <laughs> the question is Yeah, Carlos. <laughs> Oh Lord! I I I think. By the way, now if you hear a leaf blower, it's it's I, we don't hear anything. Okay, good. It's but it's poodle's very distracting. Just, he's very distracting. Uh, um, that's all right. That's all I have for that's them. That's all I have. Um, let's. Do you want to talk about Big Brother? Or you talk about that next episode? Oh, I can do that. I can do that on this one. It's okay. BB Temper Poodles BB Corner. I normally. <laughs> <laughs> I normally do this on toe, but we we did toe early, and uh, fuck, it's so loud. You haven't watched it. Oh, now I hear the leaf blowing. Yeah, it's literally but it's okay. right there. We can continue to go. Um, this is like you're being punked. I, like, I know it's, it, this. It's really <laughs> awful, y'all. What they do is they're they're they they're scraping the paint chips off, and they have to blow them, and they're it's right up against my house, and I can't move anywhere I go. They're they're scraping it off. Yeah, they're, so, they're being pumped. Do, please bear with me. Um, where is my notes? Where are my notes? I'm going to put Brother on some oil while you talk about it. Okay, y'all. Things kind of have been nuts. Um, where is it? Things have been a little nutty um, as of I, – I'm doing this on – we're recording this on Wednesday, so I'm talking about Wednesday, Wednesday Wednesday's episode. Today's Thursday. Oh, Thursday. You're right. Um. Cameron is head of household now. Uh, and again, Cameron's not a good player, but it is exciting for him to shake things up. I, mm-hmm. I'm like Izzy. I can't stand him either, but I do like what he's bringing and how terrified he's making Sari and Izzy and Felicia. So I'm all for chaos in the house. Great. I just wish there were better players and thinking about it a little bit. <sighs> You my could one. Yes, my biggest disappointment is Matt, the swimmer, because Matt is his his game is garbage because he's gonna he will every time he knows something he will blab to a bunch of other people, and so no no other plans can really happen. He's a terrible gameplay because he's so loyal to Sari, but at the same time has other alliances and he doesn't really foster them. There is just there is a there is an absolute lack of forethought and jury work in this house, and it's driving me nuts. I will say that is your main concern that people don't seem to be picturing Endgame. No, and 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 they and they don't really understand. Well, if I betray this person, it's not going to do well for me and my jury work. Or and Jared, Ceri's son, doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And then, and what will happen is he thinks he's playing a great game, but he's getting all of it through his bomb. <laughs> and so it is interesting because it's a bit of do as you say, because when you, especially Poodle in his 20s, you were the queen of get yours and get out. I was. You did um, not see the end game. So it's my I, I'm proud of my you for seeing it. My biggest hope is that AmeriCorps, 
America and Corey, who have the kind of oh, showmance going I, on. I, I thought there was America, 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 red, white, and blue. Because Corey is trying to play well, but he's and and America. I don't know what kind of player America will be. I she's too erratic. But uh, Corey, to me, has the most potential, potential potential to be one of the best players in the house, besides Sari, who is literally the fucking godfather. And oh. everyone, everyone just seems completely okay with letting her walk away with the money. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it is infuriating. And Izzy, her basically best friend in the house, this is the lesbian flute player, said, if I win, if I win the veto, she's up. It's basically Cam has nominated a huge thing. Izzy and Felicia. So they haven't been nominated before and they're shit and bricks. And Izzy's like, if I win, if I win the boo, I'm keeping the nominations the same because I don't want Sari to get put up because that's what he's going to do. He's going to backdoor Sari. Um, been there. And anyway, and then Josh Demel shows up to promote Buddy Games. What? <laughs> yeah. what? Josh Demel is the show on Is he CBS. still hot? Oh, he's still really hot. He's got a little didn't, gut now, and it's real hot. Didn't he just marry like a twenty-six-year-old? Of course he did. Oh, just like oh, rest, oh, y'all. I'm mourning Christopher Jamal Evans. Oh, and I, and I will say, oh my god, I Why will he, say. Sorry, go ahead. I will say um, the idea, Ceri's connection to Izzy, uh, is it's not going to bother Ceri because she'll she'll get over it if Izzy leaves. But Izzy's not going to be okay. Um, if she gets evicted from this game, she's going to miss Sari too much. And, and she had the best situation because she was the one who knew that Jared and Sari were mother and son. And I'm like, if you knew that, I would, I would use that. She had the most p- potential, potential of everyone. You were, anyway, you were rooting for her the whole time. I was we were rooting not- for you. Not really, because I don't like her. Um, but <laughs> then, so for this veto competition, this is one of those stupid vetoes where they exchange shit, and if you win something, you can take it from the other person, like a white elephant gift. Mm-hmm. So the always the last, everyone knows that for these, the last prize is always a joke prize. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you get to hang out with Josh Jamel for a day. And Matt, the swimmer, is like, yeah, I want to hang out with Josh Jamel. And no, you get to hang out with the cardboard cutout of Josh Demel and take it everywhere. Everyone, everyone knows it. So he didn't take the five thousand dollars or the European trip. Oh, we're moving. We're moving the ladder. Oh, I hear. Now. I hear the ladder. Yes, I hear <laughs> it, it feels like I'm in a fucking construction site, it y'all. Does. So anyway, then so Jared does retain the power of veto, and and poor dumb Felicia still thinks Jared's going to bring her down. And it it is it is I'm really excited to see what's going to happen this Sunday because things or maybe even no I'm excited to have to see what's going to happen tonight and I'm recording we're recording this um, on Thursday so good I think I, just... I think Izzy is gone um, uh, if they if they know what's good for them they'll they'll choose Izzy because Felicia's a weak player sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com
That's that's Poodle's BB Corner. They've things, got weird names on that things show. Things did get really interesting this week, and it's a shame because I think if you get a Miracori and if you get Bowie, fucking Bowie Jane, as the internet calls her, Bowie Jane, and you could maybe get a couple others. You could you could if Miracori got their act together, get Cam, Bowie Jane, um, maybe uh, you couldn't get Mimi. Um, me, me. Yes, uh, but yeah, it's it's I I think it, it it would be possible, but but if they got rid of Izzy, then there's then there's some working room, but yeah, it's all up to Americori right now because Matt's a lost cause, Cam's a lost cause. They're gonna get him out of there soon, um, but there's just there's just such bad gameplay. I can't. I, can't I, I know. We, we need to move on. All right, We've we'll move on. That's the BB corner. I will say, I forgot to tell everybody, and I even forgot to tell you, I'll be doing this later this week, that on Sunday, um, by the time you've already listened to this, probably as you're listening to this, I'm going to be watching RuPaul's Drag Race live in Las Vegas. I'm excited. Oh, I'll be fun. I'll be in Vegas for a day during Vegas Gay Pride. Um, who knew? But um, I'm going to do a drag race. Do they have so- gay people there? I guess they do. But since <laughs> only since I'm going to do a drag race review when I come back. Maddie's Drag Race Corner. You need to pick a different word than corner. Um, I think I have that kind of trademarked. But um, yeah, so I think well, I want to call it drag race. Fuck you. <laughs> that doesn't have a good ring to it either. <laughs> Let's move um, on. Gino and Jasmine. Gino, Gino and Jasmine. Talk about Panama. I don't want to see Panama. Okay. I the the I didn't mean the, to laugh, but it was funny. my the scream laugh that I that came out. Why do you have the Panama flag? I don't <laughs> want to see the Panama flag. Gino, Gino, tell me, tell me, why do you have Panama? Gino, tell me. Move the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, poor cousin really Dana sad. is just sitting there in his Panama flag hat. <laughs> He's like, what I, the fuck? I gotta fuck? say, did it bother anyone else? They kept calling, oh, it's a Panama hat. And I'm like, no, it's a hat with a Panama flag on it. Because a Panama hat <laughs> is the specific type of hat. We Like Panama Jack. It's not cool when I explain it. Very few people notice that. Now, y'all, spoil- <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say spoiler alert, but we've already seen the trailers. Um, so skip ahead. They're uh, on the season. Days. But they're on 90 Day Fiance. So Jasmine is going to get her visa. But that actually made this still just as early because I just assumed she was going to go to this meeting. Me too. And get it. And then when she didn't, it was it was quite shocking. It's very sweet, though. Gino, it's been five months since I've seen one another in Panama. So Gino's getting everything ready. He's very excited. He's again, they're decorated. Dana comes over with got her pillow says, on the bed. Yes. And he says, this means a lot for Dana to come over because he was, he was the one who was disapproving of the relationship. Yes. And Gino even says, Dana says, how are you feeling about it? And Gino says, well, I, I worry about her flying off the handle. Um, (laughs) boy. Um, I gotta say, Jasmine. When they cut to her, Jasmine getting ready and going, this this is my favorite Jasmine look of all the Jasmine looks. She goes, she's like fresh face, hardly any oh, makeup. Oh, this pink suit and the pink suit, and she actually looks younger because she's not wearing so I much agree. makeup. It is, it is very reminds me. She kind of has like twenty two thousand. 2005 J-Lo glow look. It looks so, <laughs> but not dated. But she looks could, so great. The makeup. You can tell how important this is for her. And yeah. that's the thing. That's the one thing about mm-hmm. Gino and Jasmine that is real, you guys. Um, I really believe she loves him. I do too. And he loves her. Yeah. And she, and I don't believe... Yes, she is extremely dramatic, and I think what you are seeing is an, kind of a a hyperbolized version of what's there, but mm-hmm. the core of it's real. And yeah. when she's thinking, when she's like, I'm just so worried this is going to be – so much is riding on this, and she's a normally – she's a very anxious person anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something about Jasmine that is so compelling. 
I can't stop watching. I know. Some people are like, oh, I'm over them. I don't get it. Again, I would watch the whole spinoff of them. So yeah. we're, there was a post about it in the Sissy Squad, and our sissies were pretty divided. There was like yeah. half were over it, and then other half were like, give me more. I'll, I'll I still never when she, he said, uh, and he's like, well, yeah, when she's, they're like talking to the therapist. And at one point or, or something, when she said, he's like, well, something like that. And she goes like, watch what you say. <laughs> she just, just can't help herself. Yeah. I, I love, there's some things about her that I just, and, and there's, and I think there's something that in, endears her to me that this is someone, we've said this before, this is someone who's experienced a lot of trauma in their life. And someone you who's can trying, see that. yeah, who's just trying to, I don't know, fight for her little piece of sky, like Yentl. Well, it was really gay. That's really gay. They're, they're doing a, they're just, <laughs> they're just doing a remastered CD of that. I saw Barbara Streisand. Uh, yes. Do you know what I'm excited about though? I'm really excited about the share Christmas album. I am ready <laughs> for that. I am ready. Oh, it's Christmas. Wow. Oh, I'm so excited. You don't act like you're not going to get into share Christmas. Don't even act like it. If you don't think we're playing Cher Christmas Come at our... told me pum, pum, yes! pum. She's doing a duet with the, you know, the woman, Diane. What's her name? Christmas, the snow coming down. Christmas, they're watching us. The one that's in the documentary about backup singers. Oh, yeah. I don't know her name. Diane, not Diane Carroll. It's Diane something. I Oh, I, well. Yeah. Anyway, I'm very excited. This is what I was going to say, though. Um... Jasmine's reaction to this, you you nailed it when you talk about what she has so much trauma because she's not able, but you also see how Gino and Jasmine balance each other out. He's so engineering, he's so practical, he's so yeah. non-emotional that he actually, I mean, she still gets she's like, I have to finish, I have to stop talking, but he does calm her down because she immediately, y'all, for Jasmine, it's all good or all bad. There is yeah. no in between. And this triggered something of her. It's not about just not getting approved for the paperwork. This is about the government not supporting her love, that no and, one wants her yeah. and Gino to be together. And it's which feeling is not, not fair. And and she's been kind of shit on by life. And this is just another step. Um, and she, it actually kind of it touched me too when the sister, her sister basically said, you know, I don't want you to leave because you bring so much joy to our family. And if this doesn't work out, can you, she's like, oh yeah, I'll come back. You know? Yeah. So, um, I don't think Jasmine wants to, again, I think they love it. I don't think Jasmine really probably wants to come to the U S I think she does, but she knows Gino will never move to Panama. Panama. Yeah. Panama. <laughs> Panama. Um, meanwhile, after this, so they're getting everything ready. Jasmine calls, and you, you're everyone's, and you know, it's like, "Hey, honey, what? To what happened?" And all you hear is, "No!" That she's just, <laughs> just wailing, just wailing. We're never she's like, going to be together. Yes, yes. She's like, uh, yeah. She said, I'm um, sick and tired of this. It's like a little kid because she's like, there is an issue with my processing, <laughs> sniveling and snots coming out of her nose. And he's like, Gino says, what, what happened? What happened? I did do the paperwork, Gino. What the paperwork? I did all. And she's just, it is yep. funny and sad at the same time because of the reaction. And it, it is, it's, it, I think the most amazing thing is she absolutely cannot process anything. Because no. she is in the middle of a trauma response. And it's doom and gloom. It's doom and gloom it is just, sure. there's, there's, and he's trying to process <sighs> for her, and you can't. He's very positive, saying, We'll yeah. got this. We'll figure it out. You're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. <laughs> I did laugh. Gino, and so she's like, I have to go. I don't want to talk. She hangs on the phone, and then they cut to Gino, and Gino looks up at Dana and says, Not good. <laughs> Y'all, she just oh. walks around. She just walks around and says, "That is such a, that is a constant fight between my brain and my heart." 
hot. She and she says they consider our love is not good enough, and I'm like, this is all your trauma, honey. And it's it's sad. It's sad that that it she's read into that, but there's no she has no coping skills to deal with what she's. She has no coping. Yeah. Her instinct is not necessarily. I understand it. I mean, I understand when Prop 8 and when gay marriage and things like that. Yeah. It's really hard not to take that personal and think that you're mm-hmm. – when you're, or if you're a woman who can't get an abortion, some say to think that your government is against you yeah. or hates you when there's something so personal that you feel like is a human totally. right. You, so I understand where she's coming from. Totally. That's all I got. That's all I got. I can't talk anymore. This is done for me. <laughs> just walked out of the frame i i always want to end conversations with not not even emotionally i can't talk anymore i'm done i'm done <laughs> my mother doesn't even say goodbye she just hangs up the phone <laughs> yes. wow okay click <laughs> she's done she's done come at us if you have people in your life or your mother they don't even say bye they just hang up the phone <laughs> I do have people in my life who don't hang up their phone. They leave their phone on. So if I'm like on speaker and I'm doing something, I guess they are too. I always feel like I'm always on the hangs. Whatever. No one gives a shit. All right, everybody. I don't give a shit. Go to realitygaze.com. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Be sure to tune into our announcements for next episode because we have yes. a big announcement. Uh, Poodle's finally going to be able our, to My talk big about opening. <laughs> and an announcement. <laughs> So be sure to check that out. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places, poodle? Yes. And, oh, shit. What? I'm like, I have something. What? Here, you do it. You know what? <laughs> and if you, you know what? I don't have time for this. I'm there done. I have to go. Bye.